sometimes I, I get a little weary You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal Broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you. We can never get too big to sit in Jesus' lap. 
And I'm not comparing Santa Claus to Jesus by no means because there is no comparison. And that the, 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 I had that on my mind. He kept arguing with his daddy how that he didn't want to go up and sit in Santa Claus's lap anymore because he was way too big. And the, the Lord took me to this scripture, and the Bible says, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Asking a question. And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. And he said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted and become as, a little, as, as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Pretty strong words, ain't it? That whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever shall receive one such little one in my name, receiveth me. That's pretty tough too, ain't it? And it goes on to say, but whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it would have been better for him, for him that a millstone were hang around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. I, I, I got to thinking on that, and there is no comfort better that I could think of of being in the lap of Jesus or in the arms of Jesus. And my little mind went to wandering back when I was a kid. Anybody remembers that? And I had, I had a little woman named Mamie. It wasn't Mamie. Or it was Mamie. I guess that's what I call her. I can't remember what I call her. I can't remember exactly what I call her. Uh, or, or Mamie. I went back to my childhood just a little bit and started remembering things about her and remember her raising me and this and that. And I always remembered, and you are probably doing the same thing that I'm doing, what I'm fixing to say. And I always remember when I would fall, when I would cut myself, when I would do something I shouldn't do, or I'd get hurt, or I'd come a whining, I'd wreck a bicycle, I'd do something somewhere or another, I'd come and crawl in her lap. And she'd go to singing and rocking, singing and rocking. I was still a lot of pain, but I thought I had, I had the most, I had the best security blanket that I could possibly ever think of in my life, and I know that I was safe as long as I was in uh, my mammy's uh, arms. Uh, and my, 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 my mind went to looking on that and looking at this, and we're living in a world today uh, that uh, they don't know what that means. They don't, they don't, they, we're living in a generation that don't know what the, the great-grandmas and grandpas was, and now, they don't know the comfort. They don't know the peace of, of knowing the Lord the way that they need to know Him. Uh, just to be, just to be plumb, to be blunt with you tonight, we're living in a generation that has quit. Now that's just the way I took it today. They have about quit. Now let's just go ahead and say it, and we're living in that generation. I know we don't have to go that way, but for us serving the Lord and for us uh, dedicating our lives and submitting ourselves and separating ourselves, we have about quit now, boys. Might as well get it right down to where, it, where we're living at today. And I don't mean to be mean tonight, uh, but that's where we're at tonight. That we have, where there's so much, there, there, there's, I wrote different things here. There, there's so much loneliness. There's so much broken. There's so much confusion. There's so much unloved. And, and, but, you know, uh, all of that's there. And, and, I, and I, I started playing over this stuff in my mind, the pain and the loss and all this stuff that we had when I was a child. And I, I, I didn't have a lot of big things going on in my life at that time. I was just a little kid. But I always knew that when I could find Mammy, if I could find Mammy, I know everything was going to be all right. No matter how bad a cut I had, no matter how bad I was hurt, no matter how much I cried, no matter what I had to do, she was always going to make it better. And then she didn't make it in. She didn't. She just grabbed you and started putting her lap. She started swinging and rocking. And that's kind of the way that Jesus is, if you want to say it that way. 
And I can I picture this little thing. Here's what Jesus was saying. The Bible says that Jesus called for a little child and he set him down there in the midst of. And I don't I just picture this in my mind. You see pictures of of things of Jesus all the time bringing in little kids and setting them in his lap and comforting them and patting on them, being kind to them and compassionate to them. And I think, man, that is the safest place that you'll ever be in your life. You say, man. And that is the same way we, 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 we just believe. You can tell a kid anything tonight, and they'll just believe it. You say, man, and, that, and if we would just believe that way a lot of times in our life, we try to make everything complicated, if you want to be honest with you. We try to make it harder than what it really is, me included. I'm stubborn. I'm hard-headed. Anybody else that way? I think I, I think I got to do a lot of things myself, and there's a lot of things, uh, you know. Like the, it, it's hard for some of us to to believe the story of David and Goliath. I might as well say Amen to that. It seems impossible in the in the fleshly mind. You say Amen. It seems impossible in the fleshly mind uh, of, of, of 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 Moses parting the Red Sea. It seems impossible in the fleshly mind to think of, of three Hebrew boys. I'm just I'm just going through things tonight uh, of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being thrown in a fiery furnace uh, and not even getting the smell of smoke on them, not even getting burnt one bit, Brother Smith. It's hard for the fleshly mind to believe that. It's hard for the sinner to understand that. But you know, those that believe, do we really believe it? You say, I mean, we read about it, we preach about it, we teach about it. And, uh, but you know what? I believe a kid goes further than what we do. They just believe what it says because somebody told them that's what it was, and that's just what they believe. They believe that David uh, defeated Goliath. They believe that the three Hebrew, the he, three Hebrew boys was in that fiery furnace, uh, and the other, and the fourth man was in there was like the son of man. Can you say man? They just believe God at his word. They believe what they've been taught. They believe what they went through. But I'm saying tonight we have to come as humble as a little child tonight to, to see the kingdom of heaven. That's what the Bible tells us. Can you say man? That's pretty humble. I was talking about that I guess the other night, Sunday night about being born again. That's what it's like. It's like being, it's not going back and being remolded and reshaped and have a new heart and everything. You're starting all over again if you want to say it that way. And that's what I'm saying. That We've got to come as humble as a little bitty child. You see, I mean, that's hard to understand, but that's basically all of our ideas, all of our thoughts, all of our opinions, all the things that we thought we, we had it all figured out. We had to break all that. We had to break the mold and go back and start all over again. You know what I'm saying? But I look at this and I wonder, and I, uh, I was reading what somebody said. They, they, there's a thing that, that come up today and it says, Jesus loves me, this I know. And the Bible, this little, it's a little child song. It says, for the Bible tells me so. You say, Amen. And that is, a, I was reading this big thing about this theologian or whatever he was, and he was trying to say, and that was a, the greatest thing that could bring a smile to somebody's face is uh, a kid or a daughter or anybody is just to say that little song right there of Jesus loves me, this I know. Don't that make you happy already? Don't that, don't that give you hope today that knowing that Jesus, uh, uh, we don't deserve it, you say, man, uh, we didn't buy it. It was already paid for on the cross of Calvary. Uh, we, we can't, uh, even when we're not even lovable, you know what? He still loves us. You say, man, even when we fail, he still loves us. Even when we make mistakes, he still loves us. Even when we even when we turn our back and walk away from him, he still loves us. You say, man, it's, it's, we are drawn away by our own lust and in our own flesh. It's not him. He didn't make us do this. He didn't do that. It's left up to us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. But I got to thinking, and I, I feel like there may be somebody here tonight that maybe you've left the Lord. Maybe you've draw, got, got drawn away or 
or got pulled away by this or pulled away by that, it'd be a good time to crawl back up in Jesus' lap. You say, man, but a lot of times in our life, you say, man, we get like that little seven-year-old boy that I was reading about there earlier, and we, 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 we get stubborn, we get hard-headed. The older we get, can I get an amen? I'm talking about Christian people. You say, man, maybe it's more of men than women. Can I get an amen? Women, get on my side. Help me out tonight. Maybe it's more men than women tonight because men get hard-hearted. They're, they're manly. They, they don't want to see that nobody wants to, they don't want to show that they're cry, they're weak, or this or that. But I'm saying tonight, that's almost like a little child. When we was little, we would fall. We would get a scratch. We'd get a boo-boo. Is that what they call it now? And we'd run to mommy or run to granny or run to grandpa. No matter how bad it was, sometimes it was just a little bit, a little bitty scratch. This little boy fell over the other day. And we thought he had the awfulest mark on him you ever seen in your life. A little bitty cat couldn't have scratched him anywhere. And you thought he was going to go to the emergency room. You say, man. But he got that's the way that some of us are not. We'll fall. We'll make mistakes in this world. We'll make bloops. We'll make blunders. We'll do everything wrong. But I'm just saying that's a good time to run to Jesus and bring and crawl right back up in his lap and say, Lord, would you fix me again? Would you mold me again? Would you would you take care of this mistake in my life? Would you take care of this adventure that I thought I could go into the far country like the prodigal son? I, I thought I had this figured out. I thought I had that figured out. And I didn't do anything but make it worse. But Lord, I'm coming back to you. I'm not hard-headed anymore. You know what? He'll take you back. He'll pull you right back up in his lap. He'll set you right there. I don't know if he'll be like my mammy or anything, but I believe he'll wrap his arms around you and put you right there on his shoulders. And I don't know if he sings a song or hums or whatever it is, but whatever he does, I guarantee you, it's exactly the way that it needs to be, honey. I come to tell you tonight, he's a loving God tonight. He's a forgiving God tonight, but he's a just God. He's a jealous God. He don't want us to serve other gods or other things. He wants you to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And the Bible says that all these other things that we want, that'll be added unto us. You say, man, but I'm saying tonight, we've got to come as humble as a little child. We may have a mistake. We may we may have got tired. We may have got weary. We may have blundered off the path somewhere along the way. But I'm saying tonight, we've got to get out of our hard-headed minds. We've got to get out of the place it was like that little boy. We're not too big to crawl up in Jesus' lap again. I don't care if you're 30, 35, 90, or 95. You're not too big, honey, to crawl up in the lap of Jesus again and say, Lord, would you cover me again? Would you would you wash me again? Would you cleanse me again? Would you renew me again? Would you would you help me? I'm renewing my life. I'm rededicating my life. Lord, I ain't been in your lap in a while. I've been out over here. I've been out over there. I've been doing what I thought. I got hard-headed. We're living in a day and time. We have grown up and forgot God. Amen. We have grown up and forgot the Lord. Now, that's what a lot of people has done. You say, man. And that's what you do when you grow up. We have to be tough. Come on now. We have to be like we're, we, we should lead. Come on now. We, your daddies, we should lead our household. We should be the, we, 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 come on now. Say amen. Come on now. We got a leader house. Can you say amen? We got to be, we got to be the head of the house. Come on now. Help me, women. Whew. But I'm afraid the more we grow up, if we ain't careful, you, I know how you I know how I am. I like to do stuff the way Brian wants to do it. And if I ain't careful, how many gets hard-hearted sometimes? We all. 
we get puffed up and get mad, get hurt. And, I, and you can see it now. You can see it in people. And I was reading that we're, we're living, when, when, we, when we start growing up, we, we get tough-minded, we get, we get sophisticated, we get self-sufficient. I wrote different things down, thinking we can handle about anything. And if we ain't careful, we'll neglect those times like it wasn't. When we first got saved, how many remembers that? Son, we would do anything we could. We was on this altar. We, we was testifying. We, we was in the lap of Jesus. Can I say it that way? We was right in the lap of Jesus. We would pray. We would pray and we would pray. And we'd seek after him and we'd seek after him. Somebody sung that maybe in you. We need some old-fashioned seekers. You say, man, that'll pray all night long. You say, man, we need some, we need some spirit-filled preachers. You say, man, that'll stand up and preach what thus saith the Lord. No matter who it makes mad. No matter, we're not out to hurt anybody, but we're out to help somebody. You say, man, but I come to tell you now, if we ain't careful, we will leave the lap of Jesus thinking that we're too big, too grown up, worried about what somebody's got to say, and I've got to find myself as cumbling, as humble as a little bitty child again, crawling back up in daddy's lap, because daddy has the answers, daddy has the cure, daddy has the antidote for my troubles, my problems, my shortcomings, my failures. He's my very present help in the time of trouble. Why do we run so far away from him? What happens when we get in trouble, we get in a mess, and we get tied up in the things of this world, but yet we'll run further and further, and all we have to do is come back to the Father and crawl up in his lap and say, Lord, would you please forgive me? Wouldn't it make it a whole lot better? But if you ain't careful, I wrote four things down that I see people when they get stubborn, when they get hard-hearted, Come on. When they leave the lap of Jesus, come on. One thing I wrote down, they, like I said, they turn hard-hearted. You ever tried to get somebody to come back to church that used to go to church, that's been hurt in church? Come on, it's hard. How many has been hurt in church? How many knows that church hurt is the worst kind of hurt? Can you say man? It will destroy you. It'll take you down. It'll take you. And you know what? And after all that, they get past that and they kind of get off on their own. How many's been there? You say, man, we don't want to be around anybody. We don't want to hear anybody. And all those people that are coming to you trying to get you to come back to church or are trying to help you, you say, man, but you don't want anything to do with that. You say, man, because you're not in the lap of Jesus. You're not where you need to be. You're not in the center of God's will tonight. But you know what happened after that? If you ain't careful, I've seen it and you'll see it. When we leave the lap of Jesus, when we leave the fellowship of the church, when we leave the church and just go out and do our own ways, we start having a pity party. Amen. We start, you ever seen them start blaming somebody else? And they're the one not coming. Amen. We've got to learn to totally depend on the Lord. With everything, heart, soul, mind, strength, word, deed. And if we ain't careful after all that, after they, after they get hard-hearted, after they have a, a pity party for their self, uh, they'll shut down. And you know what they do? Like I said there a minute ago, they will give up. And I'm afraid that we're living in a day and an hour that has grown up and forgot the Lord. That's what the Lord told me today. We're like the little boy 
He's a child. He's seven. All he has to do is climb up in whatever his name. I ain't going to see him say his name. But he thought he was too big to do that. My little boy thought he was too big to hunt Easter eggs this year. I know there comes a time in that and, and, and all that stuff there, but you know what I'm saying. And I'm afraid in our relationship with the Lord uh, that we've been in this, we've heard the word, we've been preached to, uh, we've been sung to, uh, we've got immune to it. Come on now, we've turned deaf ears uh, to the preaching of the word of God. Uh, we don't want to hear it anymore. We don't want to heed to it. Uh, we don't want to move up to it. Uh, we want to do what Brian wants to do. Uh, we want to do what Bob wants to do or Sue wants to do uh, or Johnny wants to do. Uh, we want to go off in our own direction uh, because I've got everything figured out. Anybody else been there? How many seen somebody there? How many knows there's somebody there right now that's like that little boy? I'm too big to go to that altar. They'll see me cry. Come on. Unless you come as humble as a little child, my friend, you can't go to heaven. Oh, preacher, you're making that up. Let me read it again. That'd be all right. I didn't make what I'm preaching. This is therefore they'll humble himself as a little child. The Bible saying is the greatest in the kingdom of God. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as a little child, ye shall not enter the kingdom of God. How do we get sidetracked from the greatest love? That can never be told or shown to man. How do we do that? It's us. We climb down off of Jesus' lap and go right back out into the world. And we start worrying about what this one says and what that one says. And we run with this group and we run with that group. And next thing you know, we're tied up with this and we're tied up with that. And next thing we know, we don't come to church anymore. We don't have fellowship anymore. And we've left the lap of Jesus. And you know what? He's standing right now with outstretched arms, saying, Whosoever will, let him come. It says, Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. You say, Man, and that's why some of us could be tonight. We may have drifted away. We may have climbed down out of the lap of Jesus. We may have went off to do the things of the world like we did when we was little. We, we've fallen. We've scarred ourselves. We've got wounded. We've got this and we've got that. We forgot what love meant. We forgot how much compassion he had. We got how, how the relationship that we had one time. But I believe one thing in my heart if you've ever taken to this thing, you'll not forget it. You say, man, they can say what they want. They can say they're an atheist. They can say they don't believe in God. They can say they don't believe in Jesus. They can say whatever they don't. Will you let them lay on their bedside of that deathbed repentance? You let them lay right there and say this and say that, that I, that I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Jesus. You let them sit there and them grasping for just one breath of air, just another breath of air, and it's just coming every few minutes, and it gets slower and slower. You have to think in their mind they have to start thinking, there's something to this. Is there really a heaven? Is there really a hell? Is there really a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth? Is there really a place where the worm died not? Is there really a place where the rich man is at tonight? Is there really a hell tonight? I come to tell you, my friend, there is a hell. There is a heaven. And I come to tell you, we've got to humble ourselves tonight as a little bitty child and learn where Jesus is at and not worry about what everybody else has said and crawl back up in his lap and say Father forgive me is that simple but instead we get hard hearted and get further 
further away. Boy, I'd like to climb back up in my mammy's lap. I was about this boy's size here or something, else, maybe a little bit bigger than that. She'd have the best hugs, wouldn't she? Anybody know what I'm talking about? He'd make, <laughs> I'd wreck and kill myself. It felt like I'd kill myself on my bicycle. She'd pick me up and sort of rocking and singing them old gospel songs. It's almost like the pain went away, boys. Amen. <laughs> and that's all Jesus wants to do for you tonight. <laughs> He wants to take your pain away. He wants to take your hurt away. He wants to take everything that's bothering you. He wants to take everything. It says to lay aside every weight and sin that do us so easily beset us tonight. Everything, every addiction, every heartache, every trouble, every mishap, every, every bloop, every blunder, every mistake tonight, every cut, every bruise, every time we've wrecked, every time we've given up, every time we've done something we shouldn't have said or said something we shouldn't have done or whatever I want I mean, I come to you tonight, he's there with outstretched arms. I can see him right now as he brings up this little child. And I don't know if he pats it, said he brought him there in the midst of him, but I just kind of picture him setting him up on his knee there. And he tells him, he said, listen, boys, unless you come as humble as one of these little children right here, you ain't going to get to go, honey. I come to tell you, and if you even go ahead and offend one of these little children, whether it be this size or a newborn or a Christian, that's why I look at that too. If you offend one of these, you buy says that you'd better to tie a millstone around your neck and be cast out into the sea. That's pretty bad, boys. I come to tell you, we've got to come as humble as we know how tonight. And that is like a little child that just takes God at his word and believes it no matter how impossible that it may seem. How many would like to be in the lap of Jesus? It would have to make you feel better, wouldn't it? You talk about a peace. Woo. You talk about a comfort. You talk about a time. No more troubles, no more heartache, no more tears, no more death, no more sickness, no more disease. No more doctors, no more nursing homes, no more jails, no more bad times. I come to tell you, he's right there, wrapped around his neck. I believe if I get a hold of him now, I don't believe I'd let it go. Would you? I know we got a world out there right now that's letting go. They may have once had a hold of him, but I wonder if there's somebody here tonight that may have strayed away, that may have drifted away. I believe it would be a good way to do this. Say, Lord, it's me again. I used to serve you. I used to go to church. I used to sing. I used to preach. I used to be here all the time. But Lord, I've drifted away. Lord, I've left your side. Lord, I've left I've left the 99. I've left the flock. I've left the fold. I've went out on my own. But here I stand, Lord. I'm trying to come back. I'm trying to come back to the fold. I've picked up a few things, Lord, along the way. I've got habits. I've got addictions. I've got things that I wish I hadn't picked up. But I went out into the world. I can see it a whole lot right here in the church today and I've watched it if you watch it too I've watched them right here turn and walk out that door almost like he was reaching for them that they was going to go out and we'll call it exploring is that what I'm saying and I've seen them leave here one way and come back another way come on the world chew you up and spit you out now I might as well say what it is It'll put cuttings on you. It'll put engravings on you. Come on now. It'll do things to you. But you thought you could never, ever do. 
I can see it right now, and I just picture it in my mind of the many of men that's preached God's word. Holiness man, Holy Ghost filled man. And they wander back out that door, getting drawn away by something out there. And all of a sudden they get out there and they're sitting there. And they start scratching their head. I never thought it would get this far. I never thought I would get hooked on this. I never thought I would look that way. I never thought she would do me that way. Come on now, I'm talking to somebody. Maybe it's somebody on the radio. I don't know. Never thought I'd let it get this far. But here I said, I guarantee you the prodigal thought it'd never get that far either. Come on. I guarantee you when he left that home, the Bible says he left with his inheritance that morning of the money that his dad gave him. I bet he was going to go out maybe double or triple or go out and make his dad proud. But he ended up in the hog pen, broken, disgusted, and hungry. You say, man, smelling and stinking like the hogs. He never thought it would ever get that far. He never thought it would let it drift that far. But it got that far. But I'm glad there's a father sitting back at the house that was feeding the fatted calf. He got a ring, got a robe, got on his feet uh, and he was there waiting for little Johnny or little Junior uh, or little Susie or little Sharon uh, to come back walking up that old road. You say, man, uh, I'm glad uh, there's a loving, forgiving father uh, that's standing there uh, with outstretched arms right here tonight uh, telling you to come back uh, and crawl back up in his lap uh, and let him comfort you. Uh, let him guide you and lead you. Uh, let him love you once again. He delivered me with hands full of love. 